OG Podcast Network presents. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my power, earth too. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks, first, Mr. P. Feature. Hello, Internet. And then there's Baby Huey. What's going on? What's and going then on? There's. Oh my. You wear that belt. All right, Mauer. Beep you. I was wondering how long I could just hold that for to see what he would do. I was going to just ignore you because I've ignored this movie, so I figured... Well, there's a segue into what we're going to talk about, so welcome to the Saturday Show. If you're new around here, that's where we don't talk about the news. The new news. Yeah, I don't know how well this is going to go. Um, we figured we should probably do a Dark Phoenix uh, review, and then we were like, none by of us actually we, want to see Dark Phoenix. By we meant he's like, we should probably do it. Look, we had no other ideas what to do tonight. Even more than that. like Steve Bomb was busy. We kind of we kind of need to do this, but we all don't need to see this. So I knew damn well that Features absolutely wasn't seeing this movie. And I also knew Maurer wasn't going to see this movie. So it was really up to um, Huey and myself to... Because uh, Huey will see anything. Yes. Look, I had the AMC uh, stubs thing so I can go see three movies a week. Might as well waste it on that. I had nothing else to do on a Saturday. Should I get that? I was thinking about getting that because I'm right next to an AMC. Here's the thing, like for me personally, during the summertime, you make your money's worth. This is how you know that we're off to a bad start with this movie, that we're already just talking about the AMC's rewards program and not Could the you movie. give me the details, terms, and conditions <laughs> of that rewards program? That'll fill 30 minutes. So here's here. the thing. I, this is how I think this should go, because none of us care enough about this movie to actually fill a full half hour on Dark Phoenix. So I think maybe who and I should talk maybe about Hugh. the movie. Maybe who? Where's here. my why? Yeah. 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 Uh, we'll talk about the movie. Features in uh, in Mauer can ask some questions. Then we should go into where does this rank in our X Men list right, of movies. Um, first and then, question: Why did you go see it? Because I do this comic book podcast that you know I kind of have to do these things, and since I have co-hosts who definitely won't, one of us has to. Hmm. All, All right. right. Am I wrong, lawyer? It could be argued. And how would you argue that, Mister X Men? I'll save that for later. <laughs> it could be argued. We weren't going to see it. Yeah, I knew I knew I had no choice but to see this movie because one of us has to have you an opinion on it. You would have seen it even if you didn't have this no, podcast. No, I would have. But did you enjoy it? I would have paid for it. <laughs> I, I would have just, <laughs> I would have rented it or torn it or something. I, I wouldn't have given it a, a full. The views and statements of Mr. Menti do not apply to the rest of Fireside. That's fine. I, <laughs> this, this movie, we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, and then we can talk about other... MCU X-Men stuff. Yeah, and like how we'd want to actually see the X-Men done properly. Um, but what, <laughs> the first thing we need to do is talk about the Dark Phoenix Saga. So who Features. wants to break that down? Okay, so Dark Phoenix Saga. Uh, pretty much 
is yo you just switched clearing your throat to pretty much really like you don't you know yeah you don't go <clears throat> and then go into it you now go all right pretty much <laughs> and then he thinks for it's, it's my, two or three it, seconds it's your version of first and foremost oh there you go I don't know what just happened. You said first and foremost. I know, and I was using. Never mind. <laughs> I, I Moving on. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and a, a one and, and a two. Earth two. two. It's just so proper when it's to you. <laughs> yeah. If you're new around here, that's when we're not quite sure how your brain got from point A to point B. But I kind of knew how your brain got there, but you deserved it anyway. That's that's facts. <laughs> so break down Dark Phoenix. Uh, Dark Phoenix. Uh, the evil version of the Phoenix Force that inhabited Jean Grey. Uh, after she... Is it really evil or just pure power? Well, it's pure power. It's pure, pure power emotion. that got contaminated by... Emotion. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is, it is the peaks of all emotion. Because it is, it is what? All of life throughout the multiverse Pretty merged much. into one being? Yeah. And life consists of emotion, and it's a ruling factor of it. So what happened was these emotions got springboarded when she was captured by the uh, Hellfire Club. The Inner Circle. Yeah. Which, I wish yeah. we would have gotten that Hellfire Club TV show they were talking about. Mm, nah. No. They weren't that interesting. They weren't. I don't really care about them. But yeah, keep moving. So the best part of the Hellfire Club was Emma Frost. And, and the best part of Emma Frost is when she joined the X-Men. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, she was, she was captured by the Hellfire Club. Uh, Emma Frost and Mastermind, I believe his name is, used his his uh I don't know his psych telepathic abilities to manipulate uh Jean Grey at the time into believing things that weren't really real and kind of tempting her with a, a spice of life that she wasn't used to before. And that kind of made the Phoenix feel things she never felt before. For anybody who's curious to what's being talked about right now, the Hellfire Club is a, is an organization that uh, that controls a lot of major corporations and major major governments around the world. So they have their hands. Rich in a lot. mutants. Yeah, the well, some of them, some of them are, are mutants too. Some of them like like the part of the Inner Circle also wants like the downfall of mutants. But the Inner Circle is so there's the outward um, Hellfire Club. The, mm-hmm. And then there's the inner circle, which is Sebastian Shaw. And uh, if you do, what was the um, what was the movie? Was it first class? Yeah, first, first class. class. Yeah. First class was Sebastian Shaw and uh, Emma Frost. Emma Frost being the the diamond covered um, telepath. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then she didn't get the diamond thing right away. Right? No. That was her second mutation, which yes. is cool. But yeah, you've yeah. seen her before. They too. actually were introduced in the Dark Phoenix saga. Yep, it's the first time you saw the Hellfire. Oh, Club. cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's the Dark Phoenix saga. Um, yeah. If you really want to see a good adaptation of it, like X-Men we said before, cartoon. the cartoon, what's wow. it, four this episodes? Features just baby Huey Mauer. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> that never happened. You got so excited to say that, you didn't even well, let him get I, I was out. Go- I wasn't going to do this, but I was going to give a peek behind the curtain. This is the first time ever I've had to turn down Features' microphone. Wow. Because <laughs> he got up in there, he's like, listen, I, I need to talk about some X-Men. You guys suck. <laughs> like look at him peeking <laughs> so he got a bell on <laughs> he got it from you Diddling. wow oh my <laughs> it's a little dirty but yeah pretty much under under the influence of the hellfire club she became the dark phoenix and a little bit unstable 
So eventually what happened was the Shi'ar Empire came through. They took her back for some judgment because she also destroyed a whole universe. The Shi'ar Empire is a is a galactic race. We're not even a, we're not a race. It's an amalgamation of races. Isn't yeah. It? It's like people that were defeated or defending or... It's like a whole bunch of different species throughout the galaxy created their own empire. For more information on the Shi'ar Empire, definitely watch the X-Men cartoon because they're all over that. Yeah, that, that's yeah, like, yeah. it should have been called the Shi'ar Empire. should have just been called Gladiator and his bitches. Breakdown <laughs> <laughs> like Gladiator. That's what it all mattered was Gladiator. Gladiator, for anybody unaware, is the, the big dude with Mohawk. He's like Mohawk Superman, except for his power is based on his confidence. So if he's confident, he's Superman. If he's not confident, he's not. He's Jimmy Olsen. He's Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Dark Phoenix goes nuts, and she kills a bunch of people. Yeah, and then they have a trial for her, so the X-Men actually fight the uh, gladiator and his other... Bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, they lose, and then they kind of do something that negates the Phoenix Force from Jean, which involves killing her somehow. Again. Yes. Again, actually, wasn't that the first? Time? I think that was the first time. Her first incontinuity death, we got because the first one got erased because she was in a cocoon under the ocean or something. Right, mm-hmm. right, yeah. So that that was her first <laughs> incontinuity death, mm-hmm. and then there was seventeen more to follow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay. So there's your Dark Phoenix breakdown, um, and that's you know the Phoenix is really what put Jean Grey on the map. When uh, Chris Claremont was trying to revamp the X-Men, he really wanted to make sure that she wasn't just some damsel in distress like uh, uh, Mr. Lee uh, originally had written in. Yes. Um, you know, very much the Sue Storm syndrome. Uh, we missed the biggest part of the Dirk Phoenix saga. What's that? The end. The Watcher comes down and basically tells everybody if you didn't stop her, she would have just become a god. Like, it was one of the few times that he commented I, on that. I mean, I feel like she was already a god. Yeah. I, so, I actually didn't remember I, I that I think Uatu was late. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Oh, sorry. Damn. <laughs> I was talking to Stan. I mean, because at the end of the day, the, the Phoenix Force is, I mean, is just one of those cosmic things that, like, rivals the Infinity Gauntlet. It is a one of one of those cosmic things as well. It's, it's the only one that exists in the multiverse. So technically, so technically, if the Dark Phoenix Saga movie and the Dark Phoenix comic both exist in the Marvel multiverse, mm-hmm. then that was the same Phoenix Force. Yes. So technically, the animated series, the comic, and this most recent movie, if they all take place in the multiverse, all three of them are the same exact Phoenix Force. Exactly. How bizarre is that? Yeah. I, you, know how, yep. you know how I could tell that this isn't going well? Is that most everybody on this show right now is looking at their phones. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to find out the name of the alien race in the Dark Phoenix movie. So. Uh, we, we don't, it we doesn't don't, matter. It doesn't. Does so it matter? Here, okay, let's get into the movie no, for no, a second. No, no, that does kind of matter. Explain why. Well, before we, we even, can we talk about the movie before we get into sure. weird little subplots of because it? Because I'm, I'm, okay, okay. So first off, let's just talk about the movie. And since it's just Baby Huey and I, Baby <laughs> Huey, what did you think of the movie? Honestly, uh, halfway through the movie, I started falling asleep a little bit. Trash. Because it was a little boring in the middle. Yes. Uh, but I will say the ending, the fight scenes, the, the whole third act was amazing. Uh, it is dull. Until the actual end. So we take the first act of the Fantastic Four. <laughs> we take the second act of another movie and the third act of this movie. And Maybe got- you get something good. Super I, Here, I don't, I don't even think that this movie... Look... 
in in the pantheon of X-Men movies, this is still pretty low, but it is not the worst X-Men movie. It is not as bad as everyone makes it out to be. It's become to me it's the nickelback of X-Men movies. It's just in people enjoy it's hating a movie, this. More it's... people <laughs> dude, it, it's 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 on track to lose 100 million dollars because people aren't going to see it because how many people are hating on it off the bat, but I'll tell you what, it's better than Apocalypse. Because yeah, that's not saying a lot. It's not saying a no, lot, no. but it, but Apocalypse at least made money. I was thinking of seeing it until like the last two or three weeks and all the reviews and all like the uh-huh. the bigger trailers. I'm like, ooh, this trailer's looking worse and worse and worse. I will tell you that all the major moments in that trailer, right? The the fight scene that leads to those moments is worth your admission. The movie itself is not that good. And I and I like love for, you know, I love Jennifer Lawrence. No. But she needed to stop. No. And nope. and her least favorite part, she terrible, was horrible in the movie because she didn't. She phoned it in because she did I, not want to be there. I don't think she was that bad. I just think Mystique as this pivotal character in the X Men franchise is a mistake. I get you had Jennifer Lawrence and she was the biggest thing on the planet, so you wanted to make sure that she was. Up they should have made present. her Jean. Boom, lawyer would have been great. Yeah. Yes, would have yes. been great. Give her red hair again. They, they didn't want to. She recast can play her. crazy real real well. They didn't want to recast her. <laughs> So they they took the the name power that she had and they forced her character into a place that it, she didn't belong. She literally did not belong on that team. Mm-hmm. Like she's she's like leading the team damn near. And, <clears throat> Duh. Right, but that's the and that's the problem with it is it's it's almost like it's the same problem that that uh, Iris West in the Flash. Right. So if you watch the Flash TV show, you're like, why the hell is Iris leading this team? Because she's got nowhere else to go. Because they don't right. know what to do with her. Right, so now you got the same problem with Mystique because you took a cool villain and you made her some pivotal character in the in the plot of the X Men as a whole, and she has nothing to do with them. She was good in First Class. Yeah, yeah. she was. She's not bad in any of the movies she's been in, but this arc that they've given her has has just fizzled out into blah. And you could tell she she didn't want to do it after the second time, and they just kept throwing more and more money at her. I will say that, and it's it 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 has to do with her, um, but. The connection between her and Professor X that has gone on through all these movies was a very important aspect of this because you know how Professor X is a questionable leader? Okay. Tell me more. You don't think Professor X is a questionable leader? Very much so. It's been proven. Yeah. He, you, he's not the most trustworthy of people. Ask Scott. He is a good leader. Mm, that's debatable. That's debatable. He's he's done some shady things, and they and they really start to hone on that in this movie. Mm-hmm. So I do like that they brought that aspect of it in, which is where the like you could see that if this was to continue, they could have done not necessarily AVX, but that moment where Scott just had enough. You could see that they could get to that point where the trust for Xavier was completely shattered and gone, um, and then getting that crazier version of Cyclops. And I'll tell you what, Cyclops in this movie. Beep wow, <laughs> did not expect, I will beep it and kill you, was my favorite line in the whole movie. I was not expecting the balls on Cyclops. That was not, didn't see that coming whatsoever. For those listening at home, when I say beep or we use beep, there's another word that was really being said. <laughs> I'm sure they were figured that out in context. <laughs> I kept trying to tell y'all Scott wasn't no punk. Scott's a punk. No, no he's, not. he's not. Not in this one. No, they, they, he's they, not. They don't write him right in these movies. Or Cyclops the has never been a punk. He he was a badass in this. No, yeah, he was cool. I I mean, I'm not gonna lie. The character, 
I, I saw someone wrote this on, uh, not my Facebook wall, but on my, like, on your my, my Facebook, page, <laughs> my space page. I saw it on my Facebook feed. I, I wish I could remember who wrote it. Cause I want to give them credit, but it was a great Charlie. point where they, they wrote uh, that every actor involved in this movie is too good for this movie. And it's true. Everybody, like every, nobody did a bad job except for the writers and the director, the directors, <laughs> the CGI was good. Yeah, CGI was really, really good. I enjoyed it. Well, you're you're gonna hate it. <laughs> you're you're gonna hate it. But I I there's a lot to like about this movie. The problem is is the the story it's itself. This movie. Right, <laughs> the story is bland, and they didn't earn this. Like I don't. They they want you to care about things that you just don't. Here's what happened. They were like, we got to end the X Men franchise. Well, all right, no. let's do uh, Dark Phoenix because that's all we got. Like, if they would have done House of M. Like that kind of storyline, I think it would have had. I don't think you can do House of M. How could they do House of M without Scarlet? Well, you can introduce Scarlet because they. I mean, they have pa- the rights. to Pedro's Scarlet. already there. True. So but that universe, Scarlet is still a little kid. Anyway, you cut yeah, it. That it, I, I don't agree with Mauer. <laughs> I don't think how. I think you're right. They could have done a different story, but it wouldn't have been House of M. They should have just not done the movie. Hey, all right, explain this to me, right? Because we've all saw we've all saw Apocalypse, right? Yeah, begrudgingly. Sorry, I just threw up on the mic. I liked it. And that's fine. I like Apocalypse, but did not like that movie. Now, did they explain how Jean Grey became the Phoenix in Dark Phoenix, or did they explain yes, it? Yes, they do. They just do a real half-assed job of it. So, so I'm gonna this I'm gonna just flat out say right now, this is a spoiler issue from this point out. That was your spoiler-free review. Right? People <laughs> have already turned us off. At this point, <laughs> at this point, if you're still listening, they're, like, great, they're talking about the movie now. Time I'm, to skip. To I'm going to start spoiling this. The lowest so listeners ever. When she gets hit with the Phoenix Force, she's being it's gets somewhat absorbed into her, uh, but it starts going after the main ship. It starts going after the um, the Blackbird, and she pulls it towards herself to try and save them, and then it all goes into her. But she right? already had the Phoenix Force in Apocalypse. Yes, that's that, what that's, I'm saying. That's that's really- that, Mauer. Thank you. When Why she starts using loud? the power, when she's in the uh, space shuttle, you see the fire already around her. And then when she starts pulling in that dark cloud, they never actually said anything about the Phoenix Force in the movie. Well, no, they do. Yeah, no. they do. Yeah, the, they, the, the word Phoenix was never used in the movie. No, you're right. Phoenix wasn't. But, <laughs> but, it, but dude, it, gl- it turns into a Phoenix at the end. What are you talking about? It literally is a flying Phoenix in multiple scenes. She was also a Phoenix at the end of Apocalypse. But, okay, but it's still a Phoenix flying around the sky. But we, we're not arguing with that point, especially not me because I didn't Just, see it. But my whole thing was she was already she already had the the quote unquote Phoenix Force in Apocalypse, right? Because there's no way she's beating we Apocalypse. We saw by that herself. there was that unbridled power that's in her, and you got to remember that this all takes place in the same universe. In the shape that of Last Phoenix, Stand took it. But so we already know that there's that subset of her brain that was sectioned off, right? That's still a part of the story. So that's why, and it was the only thing that makes sense of why she has the kind of power she does in that. I got an explanation that'll make everybody happy. Okay. Since she's such a powerful psychic and she was drawn to the Phoenix Force, she could make her powers look like the Phoenix even before she had the Phoenix Force. So in Apocalypse, she didn't actually have the Phoenix Force, even though she joined, turned into a giant fiery Phoenix at the end of it. Mm. But she could have just been like projecting that as her power. Because remember, also in X2, she turned into a phoenix in the water. Yes. True. Under yeah. the ocean, she was, or under that river thing, she when was When she died. When, yeah, true. Died, quote unquote. 
They were just trying to be true to the comics that she dies a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no? No. Right. Um, and, and then going back into Last Stand, where the part of her brain was unlocked, they go into that same storyline. Because it's the same writer. Right. They I go into like that same concept in this. Through this one character, you can break down why none of these X-Men movies make sense. But they did. They don't necessarily call it the Phoenix Force, but they do say it is a culmination of all life in the universe, the thing that sparks life and takes away life. It also shows it destroying planets and giving planets life. I so mean, that it, makes that sense that she already has, if, it, if she's just part of a bigger thing. thing try not to use And they sports. also say that the, the, that force has done nothing but destroy everything it's come into contact with except for Jean. Did she die at the end? Maybe. She flies around as a you phoenix. See, you see a phoenix flying around the sky at the end, so... That's it? Yeah. <laughs> it's open-ended. Phoenixes the, the, are... You know what? You know what it, it's like in uh, Mario Brothers when, when Peach comes in, like, we gotta go back, like they were gonna get a sequel. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> same, same rules apply. They left it open for a sequel. That's never gonna happen. Yeah. I mean... The Can way- you see where the reshoots were... Because they originally had things that looked like the other Marvel movies that were out. So the complete ending for that was her taking the the bit, the alien that was coming after her, grabbing her, oh, yeah. and shooting her up, like both of them flying up in space, and her just disintegrating her. That's it. We it was a three second. We didn't talk about the aliens yet. So yeah, there's aliens in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there are. This just an, sounds like trash. A weird alien race that pops up that kind of looks like in the CW crossover <laughs> for the alien invasion crossover they had, mixed with the scrolls. That's what they were like. I can't. Pr- uh, this is the name I can't pronounce. The D- alien race. Dabari. Dabari. I'm going to Dabari. The Dabari. Their features. How do you pronounce that? <laughs> it's, it's pronounced Gail. Got it. Dabari. Into the mic. Dabari. Okay. Dabari. Okay. Witness firsthand AKA the might of the Jabari. <laughs> AKA the scrolls. Yeah, were they, they scrolls? Really were, they were If there's ever been scrolls, they were scrolls. They literally just shapeshifters. <laughs> and then that, they saw Ms. Marvel or Captain Marvel and they were like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'll tell you what, Jean, Jean was, she was no joke. So what extra characters did we get to see in this? Dazzler. Dazzler. Dazzler pops up. <laughs> Not very quick, but she's singing Is a she song. Is she the pop star? Yeah. 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 She, so they're having, I can't tell if they're like, because how old are they supposed to be? They're uh, kids. Well, they're, well no, they were kids in, 10 years ago. It was in the 90s. So they're. Teenagers? No, they were teenagers, so they got to be in the mid twenties. They got to be in their twenties. Sure. I, they, they better be because they're all drinking in the woods Since at the school, and the school's watching them drink. Yeah, they've got to be twenty five. Questionable leadership. I think that's fair. That's, that's true. Twenty five. Because Storm was teaching a class, so yeah, they're a little. And older. she's and, and and Phoenix is quite. Jean's literally just tanking drinks. In the and because well, she was so hot, and they're watching her, and they're like. Uh, Mystique is literally watching her just down these drinks, and I'm like, "Wow, this is." But she's trying to cool down. A lot of, oh. a lot of binge drinking in this in this movie. Um, but yeah, that's when you see Dazzler, and she's she's performing at this party. Uh, but she's very much Dazzler. The uh, the eye oh, yeah. makeup, the the. So anybody unaware, play the X Men game because that's the best Dazzler. She's the only ever been. one in a brown leather jacket with a bodysuit with a star on it, yeah. and she throws landmine light. She, yeah, she's like she's gem. She's like colossus. She's gem. She's and, yeah, she's definitely gem. She's if gem and jubilee were mixed into one person. Yes, yeah, that's perfect. She's totally outrageous with plasmoids. Plasmoids, <laughs> plasmoids, outrageous. Sounds so dirty. Plasmoids. Wow, your foreplay must be weird. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the bell to approve it. Wow. <laughs> so, all right, 
So yeah, there's aliens. Um, the cameos were good. again. The fight scenes were well, outstanding. Where are these aliens from? from? Outer space. They don't, so they they say it's. I think that they were trying to go into the the trial of Jean Grey, mm-hmm. which is when she's the phoenix and destroys like a solar system, right? Mm-hmm. And the the those who survive put her on trial. But but uh, she didn't destroy does, a solar system. Well, she did, but there were there were survivors of it. How? how? Well, no, in the movie, did she destroy a solar system? Uh, no, the Phoenix Force did. So the Phoenix okay. Force. So they follow. So the the race is literally following the Phoenix Force because since it can take away life and give life, they want to take the power to recreate. It's, it's pretty much Zod. They they're these aliens are Zod because they want to recreate their their race. Their okay. uh, on Earth. All right. So the, she's being manipulated by this blonde woman that you see in the trailer the whole time. That that blonde woman is manipulating her to either use her. So that or blonde take woman isn't just her. the Phoenix. What's up? I thought that blonde woman was like her. No, that's the alien. Okay. So that's one of the aliens. And those aliens, Ooh. when you see them at the end, like they still look like people, but they are no joke. Like the fight scenes with them. And let me let me tell you right now. They can take a hit. When Nightcrawler goes Nightcrawler, that was one of the coolest. He he takes like a Bowie knife and just goes crazy. So that weird emo looking kid, he he earned his spot. He's, Does he still have the weird 80s haircut in this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they, none of them look that different. And <laughs> it's it, been and, 10 years. We look Pedro, exactly the same. They took, they took the coolest character in the first two and like threw him away. Who? Pedro. Pedro? Yeah. Who's Pedro? Yeah. Quicksilver. Oh, Pedro. Quicksilver literally had the coolest scenes in the last two movies. Right? Yeah. I, well, just, are, if you look at the last two movies, he's only had like, what, four or five minutes of screen time total? And each time, each time. he steals the show. Yes. This one... She takes out some 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 rubble under his feet, and he breaks like all the bones of his body, and he's out of the movie. Yep, that's you it. You don't see me until the end. And what if he had other things he had to film? I don't know, but he was out but real quick. But that's always been with him in these movies so far. Like you only see him for a few minutes. I don't know why they. That was Beast. Beast was cool. He's the guy who plays Beast. Young Beast is awesome. He should have been our Batman if it was up against him and Twinkles. Uh, you know what? I'm okay. I'm okay. Twinkles is growing on me. The ah. only thing I hate with Beast is that he keeps you know. Morphing from human to beast, except for by the end. By the end, he he accepts who he is, and that is true. He stays in that form, so it explains how um, you know Fraser takes over and stays beast. Cool. So I liked Beast, and he's dark. Like you don't get Dark Beast, but he's he like he's ready to kill her. Dark Beast is awesome. He, he teams up with Magneto. He does. Oh, he does. And he's and he's he's pissed. And Magneto is good. I He's mean, not the normal. When has screaming. Michael Fassbender not been good? Well, because yeah. Michael Fassbender has said that this is his least favorite role he's ever played because he does nothing but scream. <laughs> he hates being Magneto because all he does is scream on camera. Well, I he mean, doesn't in this one. He's great. Isn't that what Hugh Jackman did? I mean, <laughs> all right. Yeah. I was going to earth to him, and I'm like, no, no. no he, he screams a lot. He screams, yeah. he screams or he whispers. <laughs> Gee, no. <laughs> Is that your Hugh Jackman? Arr! Something like that. Arr. Throw in a a mate somewhere. A, bu- a, <laughs> a mate. A bub. Hey, bub. Hey, bub. <laughs> All right. So who do we want to see if we're bringing the X-Men into MCU? You have to have Cyclops. Yeah. Your five people that you want to bring in the MCU. Start oh, with I the will. actual original first class. Cyclops, Angel, Iceman. Nope. Beast. Nope. Nope. And, nope. Uh, yes. Nope. Yes. Nope. Nope. And Xavier. Nope. Menti, who are you bringing in? X- X-Men 92. The X-Men 92 run of comics that was, that was replicating the X-Men animated cartoon yeah. that we grew up on, the so thing that got five? most of us into comics. Because I uh, think there's eight on that team. I would say, if I had to pick five, yeah. 
I mean, Xavier is Xavier just a given? Xavier's, Xavier's a, given. a given. We just he's not. He's just yeah. a given. So he's not part of the five. No. All right, Cyclops, uh, Gambit, um, Wolverine, Rogue. Uh, I'd put Jubilee. So I'm close. I'm, I hate saying this. Gambit. Oh no, it's not Jubilee. Storm. 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 You have to have Storm. So I'd go Gambit, Wolverine, Jubilee, Cyclops, Storm. No. Eugene. Yeah, I'm going to stick with that answer. But this does a good job of being a movie that doesn't have Wolverine in it. Yeah, there's, there is no, no Wolverine. Wolverine. Everybody stands on their own in this one. They don't, they're, they're not like, Do they make a reference to the guy they met that one nope. time? He's, nope. he's not a part of this whatsoever. And Stryker's not in the movie at all either? So that confirms that he was literally put in that movie for the trailer to get people to buy tickets. What? For Apocalypse? Dark Phoenix? Bo- for Apocalypse. Oh, well, yeah, because the movie was trash. <laughs> that scene was trash. Who's your, it looks stupid. Who's your five? Um, morph. Yes. <laughs> morph. That way I can have all the no. other ones. See, five, five is hard. You know, most teams are considered six, but. <laughs> wow. But we'll they give it six. I mean, we get six guys. We're already giving four. you Professor X as a gimme. I'm going to have to go with uh, Cyclops and Gene, of course. Mm-hmm. Got to go with Wolverine. Mm. Um, Storm. And then, <laughs> I, I want to say morph. I really don't. <laughs> Who's your fifth? Um, God, I, yeah, I'll go with morph. Wow. Everybody else picked Gambit, but you. No one likes Gambit. That what? You shut your face. Look, I'm not the biggest I'm Gambit sorry. fan, but I still like Gambit. I'm sorry. I'm looking at a peg warmer in front of me right now. So, what does that mean? Any, what? The, the new wave of X Men figures. Gambit's the peg warmer. Hold on. No one's buying them. Do you want to tell them why? That's not the. Because he, sh- he's, he's he shipped, shipped two, two to a box. Yeah, but guess what? And there's no build a figure piece in him. Still, I've seen pegs of like, you know, eight, nine, ten. That's a lot. Wow. So none of you want to see Iceman, huh? Yeah, screw Iceman. Yeah. Like Especially Ice now Man, that they've ruined I, his but character. If, if I had to pick one more person, I'd put Iceman on the team. But I'd put Colossus. Oh, no, you know what? I'd probably put Beast on the team. Oh, I didn't think about but Beast. That, that, we're talking but. All right, so I, I, my, my five was the original five. I mean, I'd go eight. If I had to pick a team, if I was allowed to choose a team, I'd X Men is normally a team of nine, I feel. Because they always break well, into not, teams you, of three. You, X, you got Xavier. He's your gimme. So if you had to do nine, it'd be that whole, whole 92. Yeah, absolutely. In a heartbeat. Everyone we just said. Because you would Morph. get Colossus, Gene. The Cyclops. only way you're allowed to bring in Morph is if, if he dies in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Wolverine, Gambit, Rogue, Storm. Jubilee, Nightcrawler. That's fair. I'm I'm okay with that. I just I I wouldn't even put Kitty Pride on the team. All right, now you're pushing it. On that note, baby Huey, do that thing. You can find us everywhere at welcometofireside.com or oh man, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, not too easy though, is it? <laughs> you can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online at welcometofireside.com at welcometofireside your favorite social media of choice, unless it's Twitter where it's at Fireside Crew. Once again, I'm Menti. I'm Features. I'm um, Baby Huey. And I'm Mr. Mauer. Don't forget to check us out on the OG app. He said OG Podcast Network. Or the app. Micro Machines are coming back. Who cares? Deuces. Excelsior! Micro Machines are coming back? Day bow bow. Wait, no, 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 no. If we're going to end this, we're going to end right. this the right way. In Wait, one, where, and where two. are we at right now? Shut up.
Previously on X Men, we're at Wizard World. We're at Wizard World right now. We're Easter eggs at Wizard World. Side note: that previous on X Men that pushed back production a lot because they had to go back and take out the scenes. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Sorry. Well, on that note, yeah. Messi do that thing. You can find the other box out everywhere online. All right, deuces. Excelsior. Another side note: if X Men Evolution was to get a fifth season, it was going to be the Dark Phoenix Saga. Cool. Deuces. Season three was going to be Baby Huey. Shut up. On that note, do that thing. Deuces. Excelsior. Excelsior. Day bow bow.